Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel, where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet, and I will be reading for you today, this 18th of March, or the 15th of Adar II on the Hebrew calendar. Today we have Shushan Purim in Jerusalem, in Yerushalayim, and um, that is because the Jews in the capital of Shushan, they feast and rejoice for the victory over their enemies. Esther 9.18 says that, But the Jews who were in Susa assembled on the 13th and the 14th of the same month, and they rested on the 15th day and made it a day of feasting and rejoicing. So we have an extra day in Jerusalem for celebrating the Feast of Purim. And also today in history, the prophet Ezekiel receives one of seven prophecies, nearly all dated, against Egypt. Ezekiel 32:17 and following. In the twelfth year, on the fifteenth of the twelfth month, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, wail for the hordes of Egypt. Today we have um, the parasha called Sav, which means command. And our portion from the Torah is Leviticus 8, 14 through 21. We also, because of Purim, have an extra reading from the Torah, and it is Exodus 17, 8 through 16. Before we start reading, please join me in blessing the Lord and thanking Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. Then he brought the bull of the sin offering, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the bull of the sin offering. He killed it, and Moshe took the blood and put it around on the horns of the altar with his finger and purified the altar and poured out the blood at the base of the altar and sanctified it to make atonement for it. He took all the fat that was on the innards and the cover of the liver and the two kidneys and their fat, and Moshe burnt it on the altar. But the bull and its skin and its meat and its dung he burnt with fire outside the camp, as the Lord commanded Moshe. He presented the ram of the burnt offering. Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the ram. He killed it, and Moshe sprinkled the blood around on the altar. He cut the ram into its pieces, and Moshe burnt the head, and the pieces, and the fat. He washed the innards and the legs with water, and Moshe burnt the whole ram on the altar. It was a burnt offering for a pleasant aroma. It was an offering made by fire to the Lord, as the Lord commanded Moshe. That was Leviticus, or Vayikra, 8, 14 to, through 21. Now, because of Purim, and uh, because that Haman in the story of Esther, and the Purim story, was an descendant of the Amalekites, this text is always read. It's from Exodus 17. Then Amalek came and fought with Israel in Rephidim, 
Moshe said to Joshua, or to Yeshua, Choose men for us and go out. Fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with God's staff in my hand. So Yeshua did as Moshe had told him, and fought with Amalek. And Moshe, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. When Moshe held up his hand, Israel prevailed. When he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moshe's hands were heavy, so they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. Aaron and Hur held up his hands, the one on the one side and the other on the other side. His hands were steady till sunset. Yeshua defeated Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. Then the Lord said to Moshe, Write this for a memorial in a book, and recite it in the ears of Yeshua, that I will utterly blot out the memory of Amalek from under heaven. And Moshe built an altar and called the name of it the Lord Nisi. And he said, Yah has sworn the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. That was Exodus 17, 8 through 16. Now our portion from the prophets is Yeshayahu or Isaiah chapters 11 and 12. A shoot will grow from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots will bear fruit. The Ruach of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. His delight will be in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by the sight of his eyes, neither decide by the hearing of his ears. But he will judge the poor with righteousness and decide with equity for the humble of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he will kill the wicked. Righteousness will be the belt of his waist, and faithfulness the belt of his waist. The wolf will live with the lamb, and the leopard will lie down with the young goat, the calf, the young lion, and the fattened calf together and a little child will lead them. The cow and the bear will grace, their young ones will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The nursing child will play near a cobra's hole, and the weaned child will put his hand on the viper's den. They will not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. It will happen in that day that the nations will seek the root of Jesse, who stands as a banner of the peoples, and his resting place will be glorious. It will happen in that day that the Lord will set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant that is left of his people, from Assyria and Mitzrayim, from Pathros and from Cush, from Elam and Shinar, from Hamat and from the islands of the sea. He will set up a banner for the nations and will assemble the outcasts of Israel and gather together the dispersed of Yehuda from the four corners of the earth. The envy also of Ephraim will depart and those who persecute Yehuda will be cut off. Ephraim will not envy Yehuda 
and Yehuda will not persecute Ephraim. They will fly down on the shoulders of the Philistines on the west. Together they will plunder the children of the east. They will extend their power over Edom and Moab, and the children of Ammon will obey them. And the Lord will utterly destroy the tongue of the Egyptian sea, and with his scorching wind he will wave his hand over the river, and will split it into seven streams, and cause men to march over in sandals. There will be a highway for the remnant that is left of his people from Assyria, like there was for Israel in the day that he came up out of the land of Mitzrayim. In that day you will say, I will give thanks to you, Lord, for though you were angry with me, your anger has turned away and you comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For Yah, the Lord, is my strength and song and he has become my salvation. With joy you will draw water out of the wells of salvation. In that day you will say, Give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, declare his doings among the peoples, proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done excellent things. Let this be known in all the earth. Cry aloud and shout, you inhabitant of Zion, for the Holy One of Israel is great among you. That was Yeshayahu or Isaiah chapters 11 and 12. And our portion from the writings now or the <clears throat> will be the Psalm 149. Hallelujah. Sing to the Lord a new song, his praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel rejoice in his maker. Let the children of Zion exalt in their king. Let them praise his name in the dance. Let them sing praises to him with tambourine and harp. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He crowns the humble with salvation. Let the faithful rejoice in honor. Let them sing for joy on their beds. May the high praises of God be in their mouths and a two-edged sword in their hand to execute vengeance on the nations and punishments on the peoples, to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron, to execute on them the written judgment. This honor is for all his pious ones. Hallelujah. That was Psalm or Tehillim 149. Now our final portion for today is the Apostolic Writings and it will be Acts chapter 16 we'll be reading. And he came to Derby and Lystra and behold a certain disciple was there named Timothy the son of a certain Jewish woman who believed but his father was a Greek. And the brothers who were at Lystra and Iconium gave a good testimony about him. Paul wanted to have him go out with them, with him, and he took and circumcised him because of the Jews who were in those parts, for they all knew that his father was a Greek. 
and as they went on their way through the cities, they delivered the decrees to them to keep which had been ordained by the emissaries and elders who were at Jerusalem. So the assemblies were strengthened in their faith and increased in number daily. Now when they had gone through the region of Phrygia and Galatia, they were forbidden by the Ruach HaKodesh to speak the word in Asia. When they had come opposite Mysia, they tried to go into Bithynia, but the Ruach did not allow them. And passing through Mysia, they came down to Troas, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There was a man of Macedonia standing, begging him and saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. Now we had, when he had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go out to Macedonia, concluding that the Lord had called us to proclaim the good news to them. Therefore, setting sail from Troas, we made a straight course to Samothraci, and the day following to Neapolis, and from there to Philippi, which is a city of Macedonia, the foremost of the district, a Roman colony. And we were staying some days in this city, and on the Shabbat day we went outside of the city by a riverside, where we were supposed there was a place of prayer, and we sat down and spoke to the women who had come together. A certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple, of the city of the Tyra, one who worshipped God, heard us. The Lord opened her heart to listen to the things which were spoken by Paul. And when she and her household were immersed, she begged us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come into my house and stay. So she persuaded us. Now it came to pass, as we went to prayer, that a certain girl, having a spirit of divination, met us, who brought her masters much gain by fortune-telling. This girl, following after Paul and us, was crying out, saying, These men are servants of El Elyon, who proclaim to us a way of salvation. And she was doing this for many days. But Paul, becoming greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Yeshua the Mashiach to come out of her. And it came out that very hour. But when her masters saw that the hope of their gain was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before the rulers. And when they had brought them to the magistrates, they said, These men, being Jews, are agitating our city, and they are teaching customs which are not lawful for us being Romans to accept or to do. And the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates, magistrates tore their clothes and commanded them to be beaten with rods. And when they had laid many strokes on them, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely, who, having received such a command, threw them into the inner prison and secured their feet in the stocks. But about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, 
and everyone's bonds was loosened. The jailer, being roused out of sleep and seeing the prison doors open, drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul cried with a loud voice, saying, Do not harm yourself, for we are all here. Then he called for lights, ran in, fell down trembling before Paul and Silas, brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe in the Lord Yeshua, the Mashiach, and you will be saved, you and your household. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of night and washed their stripes and was immediately immersed, he and all his household. And he brought them up into his house and set food before them and rejoiced greatly with all his household, having believed in God. But when it was day, the magistrates sent the sergeants, saying, Let those men go. And the jailer reported these words to Paul, saying, The magistrates have sent to let you go. Now therefore come out and go in peace. But Paul said to them, They have beaten us publicly without a trial, men who are Romans, and have cast us into prison. Do they now release us secretly? No, most certainly, but let them come themselves and bring us out. And the officers reported these words to the magistrates, and they were afraid when they heard that they were Romans. And they came and appealed to them, and when they had brought them out, they asked them to depart from the city. So they went out of the prison and entered into Lydia's house, and when they had seen the brothers, they encouraged them and departed. That was Acts chapter 16. If you are reading through the Apostolic Scriptures twice this year, you will also be reading Revelation chapter 10 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. And before I sign off, I want to present a prayer subject for you. It's um, one of our listeners called Dawn. And she's asking us to please pray for our friend or her friend who suddenly and unexpectedly lost her husband this weekend, as well as prayers for their children and family. He was a kind, generous, and loving soul and is greatly missed. So Dawn's friend, her husband, has suddenly died. So let's lift her up in prayer as we sign off today. So... Thank you for listening. I say shalom from Israel until next time.